Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy Collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra, in on-trend hues like green and citron and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. This season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd. I am Yama. I had a baby daddy relationship. I spent time in a relationship with a married man. I had to learn the skills and tools required to make my relationships healthy, fulfilling, and loving. Welcome to The R-Spot, a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. Sometimes the question in a relationship is not how do I leave? The question is how do I stay? How do I stay where I'm unhappy? How do I stay where I'm not being fulfilled? How do I stay where I know I don't want to be? How do I stay? Well, sometimes you can't stay. Sometimes you have left even before you turn your key over. (laughs) And that's probably more difficult to be in than if you just gather up whatever nerve, courage, strength you need to say, this just isn't working for me. Sometimes the work to make it work is harder than the work you'll have to do to just step out of it. How do you stay? How do you stay if you can't tell the truth? How do you stay if you can't find a compromise? How do you stay? Well, you can't stay. So then the real question becomes, well, how do I leave? How do I leave with myself intact? How do I leave the other person intact? How do I leave and handle my responsibilities? How do I leave? And what I always tell people is you really can't leave or won't leave until you can stay. Until you can be in the same place with the person, being honest and forthright without being cruel and abusive or abrasive. You can't leave. Because if you leave in the middle of a fight, that fight will follow you. So how do you stay with a clear vision that you're done? How do you stay with compassion for yourself first and for what the other person is going through? How do you stay? You stay 
with your heart and your mind open that your best interests and the person's best interests will be best served when you go. You stay and you create an exit plan. Stay and you pray. You pray that you get your lessons and that you understand what you've done. Hmm. Can't leave until you can stay. That's what I want my first caller to hear today. Because the truth is, they're already gone. Now, the question becomes, how do you get out? Greetings, beloved, and welcome to the R Spot. I'm so glad that you could join me today and tell me what is your relationship challenge issue dilemma that we are going to be working on. Hey, my um challenge today is my challenge with my wife. Um, we've been together six years. I don't know if I should start from the beginning or tell you how I'm feeling now. Well, tell me now, because I can't do nothing about the beginning. <laughs> if I need to know, we'll go back there. Okay, which you probably will, but I don't feel it now. I feel like it's time for me to go. I love her, but I'm not in love anymore. I lost attraction and the energy to keep making, trying to make the relationship work. Like I lost myself trying to satisfy her and make her happy. Mm. The attention that she requires, it it drains me. I've even broken relationships with family and friends to try to satisfy her. She's in one room, I have to be in another. I get more of a peace of mind and joy when I'm alone. Mm. I feel like I would have left by now, but we do have four kids together, so... I want to make sure that I really hold on to a thought of staying and raising my kids in the same household, but I don't want to be unhappy and regretting later on in life. Hmm. I want the best for her and I want her to be happy as well, but I'm not, I'm not feeling like that may be me. I want her to be mentally stable as well hmm. so she can raise my kids the right way if that's the way it's going to go. It's a big challenge for me right now. Yeah. Can I ask how old you are? 23. You are 23. And did I hear you say you have four children? Yes, ma'am. Four children at 23, and you've only been married nine months. Yes, ma'am. Oh, my goodness. How old are your children? My oldest. Three, I have twins, that's two, and I have a two-month-old. So, let me ask you this first. What is your question to me? Because <laughs> I'm not hearing the question here. I don't know. I don't know if I'm making, would I be making the right decision to leave? So, let me ask you something. Yes, ma'am. Are you making the right decision for you to leave this marriage? I don't know. Yes, you do. There's a distinction between not knowing if you should leave and not knowing how to leave. Right. I think you've already left. If you're telling me you've got to be in another room to be happy, 
Because you don't leave a marriage when you walk out the door. You leave the marriage first in your heart and then in your mind. Yeah. So where is your mind now? Where's your mind? Because it's not there. It's to the point to now that I I may be interested in other women now. I don't want to cheat or anything. I'd rather, you know, let her know what's going on and try to have that um, conversation with her. Mm-hmm. There was a movie, if I'm not mistaken, Tyler Perry did the movie called Why Did I Get Married? Mm-hmm. Why did you get married? I really didn't want to. <laughs> yeah, that's obvious. <laughs> I was pressured into it. I was in fear of being alone. A couple months before, she was actually trying to leave me at one point because um situation with her and my mother and she felt like I didn't support her and she was going to leave and I was in fear of being alone. I begged her to stay. Were you in fear of being alone or were you in fear of losing her? Because there's a distinction there. Probably losing her at the time. Sometimes we love somebody, we love them, and we want them in our life. We don't want to be joined at the hip, (laughs) but we want them in our life. And we're afraid that if we don't do what they want, the way they want it, that we'll lose them totally, which couldn't have been your case because you had two children at the time. All right. So you want her in your life, but you don't want to be joined to her in this way anymore. Is that right? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. So what is your fear? What is your fear? That she wouldn't be mentally stable to raise the kids the right way. Maybe she may be more focused on somebody trying to love her and not raising the kids the right way and trying to get back at me instead of um, moving forward and trying to heal. Because that's what I'm trying to do. You probably have some experiences with her that tell you that, right? That she's going to be focused on herself and not on your children. Right. I got to ask you two questions that may seem totally unrelated, okay? Mm Mm-hmm. Were you raised with your dad? No, ma'am. Yeah. So you want to be to your children who he wasn't to you? Yes, ma'am. I have a grandson your age, a grandson (laughs) your age, okay? (laughs) And uh, I've got a grandson that's seven years older than you. So I want to talk to you like a grandma, okay? I don't want to be your coach. I don't want to be your therapist. I want to talk to you like a grandma. That means I'm going to give you some cold water in your face, okay? Yes, ma'am. That's what I need. (laughs) <laughs> okay, let me let me ask you this before I start. What is your mother saying about all of this? Uh, I finally had that conversation with her because I had stopped talking to her for about a year because of her and my wife. But uh, she feel like that they bumped heads because my mother would point out things that my wife did and my wife didn't like that. Or my wife would go to her about things about our relationship and she would, how to make her take accountability, basically. Um, my wife didn't like that. So that's why they started bumping heads. So this is grandma talking to you now. This is not Missy Yamla from Fix My Life. This is grandma. 
because you need some cold water in your face. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. And I'm doing it out of a old rusty pot. <laughs> I'm <not laughs> doing it with a nice, a nice glass pitcher. Okay. First of all, my love, what in the blazing bejesus are you doing with four children at 23 years old? If you can't take care of your penis, how are you going to take care of four kids and a woman? <laughs> <laughs> That's grandma. Okay. <laughs> Hi, what in the world? What is that about? Irresponsible. Yes. Good for you. Good for you. And see, as an old lady, I really have challenge and issue with young women having children with men who don't have their stuff together. Right. And you don't have your stuff together. Where are you with your education? Uh, I just went to a technical college and got a welding diploma, and I got my CDLs. Okay. And what kind of work do you do? Uh, drive trucks. So you ain't home half the time. Well, I do be home. I come home every day. Oh, okay. You don't. You're not a long distance driver. Oh no. And what do you want to do? What is your vision for yourself at 23? What's your vision beyond your penis? Uh, a real estate, um, real estate investor. Okay. I want to create a legacy for my kids. Good for you. Good, good, good. But you can't do that if your heart and your mind are not at peace. Right. So you let this young woman and her hoo-ha, you know what the hoo-ha is, right? Mm-hmm. Drag you around by the nose. And didn't even have enough sense to protect yourself. So now you got four mouths to feed. And as a man, you have to be at your best. You have to be at your best in order to create that legacy in a way that will benefit your children. And you've created these four lives with a woman who obviously doesn't respect herself. Because if she respected herself, you would not be in fear of her denying you your children. Right. So we've got to kind of backtrack this now. And like I said, the issue here is not, are you leaving? You're going to leave. You're out. You're done. Mm -hmm. And what you've done in the process is that these four young lives are going to be collateral damage of your irresponsibility. And you just got to suck that up. Mm. Mm. Tell me what you hear me saying. Tell me what you're thinking. Tell me what you're feeling. And then we can go from there. It doesn't matter. You don't have to repeat my words. I want to know what you are hearing and thinking and feeling. It's over. It's the relationship between me and her basically over. I'm just trying to hold on to it. Why? The kids. That's never a good excuse. Because you can't be any better to them than you are to yourself. I have noticed that. Like, sometimes I get real impatient with them, and I catch it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I've spanked them, and I could have just talked to them instead of spank, spanking them right in that moment. And I heard you say earlier that you might be interested in other women. That's first of all, that ain't true. You are interested in other women. <laughs> you talking to grandma. Grandma got eyes in the back of her head. Okay. 
But the last thing you need is a woman. Right, right. That's the last thing you need. Yes, ma'am. What do you need a woman for? I for don't, what? What you going to do with her? I don't. I don't. It's just, you know, man got needs, so sometimes I might need to get my rocks off. That's all I'm saying. I don't need a woman to just be in my well, life. Well, you need to take a cold shower. Take a cold shower. <laughs> eat some grapes. <laughs> you getting your rocks off got you four kids that you now can't be with stop it but that's because that's because you're 23 you've put the cart before the horse right. you've created responsibilities for yourself that even in your normal development as a man you know it's just it's a lot right. it's a lot it's not too much because it's been done so what you need, my beloved, I, I could be very wrong here, and I'm not advocating the the end of your marriage, but from what you've shared with me, it sounds to me like you're already gone, and that's not fair to her, to you, or to the children. Right. So what you need is a, a exit plan, which is going to be challenging because you've got a wife, you've got four children. You already said you didn't want to get married. So you've probably never really been there. And I bet y'all had a big wedding complete with chicken and people and bridesmaids and all of that, didn't you? Oh, no, nah, we ain't go through all that, no. Nah. It's a good thing because the money y'all would have spent on the wedding, you could have used to buy a house. Right, which we did. We did buy a house instead. Oh, you do have a house. Okay, so you can leave her in a house. That's so good. Yes, ma'am. Now, where are you going? Probably get me an apartment. I I could get, take a one bedroom apartment. It's fine with me. Let's start with a studio. It's cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's fine. You don't need no bedroom because if you have a bedroom, you might want to have company. <laughs> but I'm gonna say this to you, and then I want us to work through it. Okay, you cannot leave until you can stay. What I mean by that, that as long as you're angry, as long as you're frustrated, as long as you are um, upset with her, you can't leave because what's going to happen is guilt and manipulation and fighting is going to bring you back. So you've got to be able to be in that house with her, be in that place with her and grow the muscle within yourself to say, I love her. I don't want to be with her. Mm. I wish the best for her, and I'm not the best for her. Mm. I want her to be a good mother to my children, and I want to support her in that. You've got to get to that place within yourself while you are in the house with her. Otherwise, you're going to leave. She's going to use the kids as a tool. Y'all will be fighting, and it'll be a mess. So you've got lots of planning to do. You need a place to live. You need to look at your money and see what are you going to be able to provide for her mm -hmm. so that when you leave, you understand this is what I'm giving. This is what I have. This is what I need. How you want to see your children, when you want to see your children. So that when you talk to her, you don't get beat up and talked out of your plan. You've got to have a plan. Because what you're doing right now is brutal. You can't do that to her, to you, to the children. Right. I do want what's best for her. I want her to be happy still, whether it's with me or not. But um, 
I don't have a plan yet. I'm right. I, I actually wrote everything said down so I can start putting my plan together. How far are you going to live away from the children? Will you be able to get them to school? How often do you want to see them? How much money are you going to have to give her? When are you going to give it to her? You're going to leave her in the house for now. But, you know, even if you went to court to to get a separation agreement, which is what you're going to do when you get ready. You don't just tell her that you're leaving. You take your happy butt down to the courthouse and you file a separation agreement so that you're legally separated. Not that you're out, you know, finagling around in the street. What you've just done, baby, is because you probably didn't have a model and an example. You've just taken on more than you can possibly manage at your age and your level of development. We'll talk about that right after this break. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape Fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of our favorite Netflix series, Bridgerton. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad, is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor, and meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. And I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd. Welcome back to the R Spot. Let's get back to the conversation. So let's walk this back and then we'll walk it forward. For whatever reason, you allowed yourself to do something you didn't want to do. You didn't want to get married, but you were afraid of losing her and your children. Can you own that? Can you sit in that? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. And how does that make you feel to know that you did something you didn't want to do because you were afraid. Kind of weak as a man. Oh, uh, no. Mm-mm. Ah, wrong. <laughs> How about sad? Mm-hmm. Do you feel sad about that? 
Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Maybe a little angry at yourself. Right. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So you feel sad and angry about what you did, but you understand in that moment you were afraid. Not weak, but afraid. Mm-hmm. There's a distinction. What you're doing now is weak. Not being able to say, look, I'm out. This is not good for me. <laughs> it's not good for me. It's not good. I don't want my children to grow up with an angry father. I don't want my children to grow up with an unhappy father. I don't want them to see that. I don't want them to see the tension between their father and their mother. That's not what I want for my children. Would that be accurate? Yes, ma'am. I tried to communicate that to yeah. one time before, but... It, it didn't work out too good trying to communicate that to her. And I was trying to communicate that I wasn't happy as well, but I'm trying to work it out. How old is she? She's 23 as well. So let me just tell you a little bit about her as a woman. Mm-hmm. She is scared to death that at 23 with four children, if you're gone, Nobody's going to want her. Mm -hmm. She's scared to death. I was thinking that as well. And I was scared for her. Like, I still want her to be loved. Still want her to be able to find someone, even if it ain't me. Well, she's got to love herself first. Once she learns to love herself, once you learn to love yourself, both of you will be able to be in a healthy relationship. Right. Because even if you didn't, protect yourself from creating life that you couldn't provide for. She does a woman didn't protect herself. No way are you to have three kids, four kids at 23. When she had them twins, she was supposed to shut that thing down. You all was just out there hopscotching on each other and not paying attention. Happens all the time and it's not fatal. You'll be okay. I want the children to be okay. I want them to have a strong, healthy father and a strong, healthy mother. Okay? Mm-hmm. So you did something you didn't want to do because you're afraid. Are you clear that you're repeating the same pattern? You're doing something, staying in the marriage, that you don't want to be in because you're afraid of what will happen if you leave. You're doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. You're right. <laughs> Now, how's that going to turn out for you? It'll be, it'll be a repeated cycle. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think. <laughs> well. Let's just get clear first. Are you done with this marriage? Yes, ma'am. Are you willing to be a responsible co-parent with your children's mother? Yes, ma'am. In order to do that, you're going to have to be her friend. Mm-hmm. Can you be her friend? I didn't ask you if she could be your friend. Can you be her friend? Yes. How can you be a good friend to her? I could be a good friend to her as far as supporting her. I know financially, which that's not a friend, but just in support of her, I would say support of her emotionally, but she probably would block me out knowing her. She probably would block me out emotionally. Um, so I really don't know how I could be a friend to her. I would want to be, but I don't know how I would be. 
Well, you being her friend is not contingent upon how she reacts to you. So the first thing a good friend does is always tell the truth. Always tell the truth. So if you're done with this marriage, with the marriage, not with co-parenting, because I heard you say you're willing to be a good co-parent. Right. Hear me what I'm saying to you. Then you have to stop expecting the benefits of a husband. You have to stop sleeping with her. Mm. You have to stop expecting her to do your laundry. You have to stop expecting her to feed you and, and do your clothes. You have to stop that. Because sleeping with her, having sex with her, doing those kinds of things, you're sending a mixed message. Either you're done or you're not done. I tried to cut it off of uh, this aspect of our relationship where she'll get sexually, sexually frustrated. And- well, that's her problem. She has to figure out how to handle that. Mm-hmm. You, you got to put a little more bass in your voice and tighten up your bottom pieces. Right. Because for whatever reason, you're letting her drag you around to what she wants and you're not getting what you want and what you're doing is not good. No sex. Stop being a husband. Start being a co-parent. Work with the kids. Provide the provision, you know, the the resources for them. I'm taking the kids out. You know, if you got to go over to your mom's, go to the park, do whatever. Start co-parenting. How do I communicate this to her. With your behavior. I got you. You have to tell her. A good friend. My best friend tells me the truth all the time. Sometimes I don't want to hear it. Right. And she don't argue with me. She don't explain stuff, you know, unless I ask her. But she tells me the truth. That's how you be a good friend. Number two. A good friend handles their responsibilities. They don't make you responsible for what they need to do for themselves. Now, they may ask for your support. They may ask for your input. But a good friend handles their part of the the relationship. So if you're there and you're paying the bills and you're giving her money or whatever you're doing, you continue to do that. Okay. If you can't sleep on the sofa or sleep in the kids' room, you get in the bed, you say goodnight, you say your prayers, and you turn over and you let her know, I'm not, I'm not engaging in sex with you anymore because I'm, I'm done here. What do you mean? I mean, I'm done. I'm not going to expect you to be my wife when I can't no longer be your husband. All right. And you, one statement at a time. I'm done. And if she tells you to get out, you don't have to be there. Say, well, that's not good for the children. Now, if you want me to leave, I'll leave. But we need to figure this out for the children. And me just leaving in the middle of the night because you mad, that's not good for the kids. Right. Now, I'll sleep on the couch or I'll sleep in the basement or whatever. But we need to we need to have a plan. And that's what you say to her, because that's what you want. Your vision is for you to be healthy, her to be healthy. You to be happy, her to be happy. And that y'all create a new relationship, which is that your co-parents. So tell me, tell me where you are now. Tell me what you're hearing. 
Tell me what you know. Tell me what you're ready to do. Okay, so what I'm hearing is um, I need to be truthful with her, handle my own responsibilities, um, stop expecting the benefits of a husband, and putting an exit plan together. Good for you. Good for you. And let me just say this. I'm talking to you again as grandma, okay? Okay. You are not responsible for how she's going to react mm. because she's going to make you wrong. And I feel She's going to make you wrong. I fear that. Not yeah. Mine. That's not your responsibility. The wrong that you did, you did a long time ago by not being mindful and creating children with a woman you didn't want to be with. The wrong you did was getting married when you didn't want to get married. The wrong you did was allowing fear to rule your choices and decisions. Okay, that's out of the way. All right. Mm -hmm. But she is going to make you responsible. Be compassionate. Understand this is a 23-year-old woman who's been with one man for six years, and now she's got four kids and he's talking about leaving her. What? (laughs) You got to be out your mind. (laughs) I'll stay with you and be miserable. I'll stay with you and let the kids see us deteriorate. But you ain't leaving me. Right. You are going. As a matter of fact, you're gone. But now you're going to begin to engage in behaviors that starts to educate her that you're serious about this. Right. And the first thing you have to know is she's going to blame you. You are not responsible for that. You're responsible for the mistakes that you made. We're going to forgive you and move on. But she's going to make you wrong. But your behavior, this is how you straighten your spine. You're going to have to deal with it. You don't have to react to it, but you have to deal with it. And all you can do is say, forgive me. Not I'm sorry, because you are not sorry. You are a proud, strong black man. You are not sorry. Yes, ma'am. And you are willing to take responsibility and you're not going to be beaten down and beat up and as long as you can stay there and come to peace with her I want you to be happy and I want to be happy I want us to co-parent our kids but I'm no longer willing to do this what's your greatest fear about moving in this direction I would say Maybe I was making the wrong decision by leaving. She might have been the right woman because she's a good person, but it drains me and it it steals my joy and happiness trying to make it work. The work to make it work may be too much for you right now. You're 23 years old. You really haven't solidified your vision. I heard you say you want to create a legacy for your children. So you need to be able to run and move and do that, make some power moves and some choices. You're going to fail a couple of times. You're going to have to fall down and get up because that's just the age that you're at. And that's just what happens. That was another thing that kind of deterred in my mind. Like she may not be the one because I I tried an entrepreneurial endeavor and I failed at it. and. Um, when I felt that it, not only did she not support it, she bashed me for it and was telling me, oh, you could have did this and that. I forgive her for everything and I'm, I'm, I'm free at heart about it, but 
that once you said that, that, that brought it back to my memory. Well, this is what grandma wants you to know. Mm-hmm. And this is a tip for you and all young men. You want a woman with a vision, a vision for herself, and you want a woman who can support your vision. Right. Nothing will tear a relationship down faster than two people with no vision. Because y'all are just flopping around like fish out of water. What is her vision for herself? Because if she had a clear vision for herself, chances are she wouldn't have four kids at 23. Right. Unless her vision is to be a stay-at-home mom, which is great. I don't have no issue with that. But it just seems to me like carelessness and recklessness and neglect is is why we're in this position. Well, we're not going to beat that dead horse. The kids are here. We love them. And we want to be the best for them. Mm-hmm. You've got to give yourself space to grow start thinking of her as your children's mother and become her friend you know i know you've got a two-month-old but start talking to her what do you want to do with your life what do you want to be do you want to go to school do you want to do hair do you want to make clothes what do you want to do with your life and how can i support you in that right that's the kind of conversation you need to be having with and stay away from little petty arguments you know, you did this. Why don't you do that? Da, 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 da. Just take a breath and walk away. Mm-hmm. And get your exit plan together. You don't have to do it today or tomorrow. What What do you have to do, really? Mm-hmm. How many of your children are boys? Two. Two boys. So you have to be a demonstration for them. To be the best man you can be so you can be the best father that you can be. Mm-hmm. And your greatest ally, let me tell you something. Your greatest ally here is your mom. Why is that? Because she's an, a woman with experience. Mm-hmm. And, and you have to let her know, you know, I'm really thinking about leaving this marriage and I want to do it the right way. I was going to do that, but being that they was um, bumping heads, I didn't want to kind of involve her in it because I was thinking maybe she might have a biased opinion, man, that they both got a salty taste about each other. Never. Never, ever, 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 ever put yourself between your mother and a woman. You have to let your mother know what your clear boundaries are, and you have to let your the woman in your life know what your clear boundaries are. But here's a little tip from Grandma. Mm-hmm. If your mother don't like her, you dead in the water. <laughs> hmm. And your mother doesn't have to like her, but there are some cases and situations where mama really does know best. Right. I'm telling you, your, your mother is an ally. If you have a good relationship with your mom, mm-hmm. you, you must just create clear boundaries. Ma, that's my children's mother. I need you to be kind and compassionate. You can't talk to me about my children's mother. Now, if you think the children are in danger or can be harmed, that I want you to know. But how she walks and talks and what, how she colors her hair and chews her gum, I don't want to hear that. Yeah. I don't want to hear that. You are their grandmother. And I need you to be their grandmother, not a critic of, of their mother. Tell me what you know now that you didn't know when you called. 
I need to be more responsible. I need to stop making decisions out of fear. Yes, that's what I want you to get. When I'm afraid, I make poor decisions. So if I feel afraid, let me stop and get myself together so I can make a decision based on what's good for me and what's good for everybody involved so that it's a win-win. Right. Do you know that you're not weak? Yes, ma'am. You're not weak. You've made some poor decisions, but you're not weak. Not at all. If you were weak, you wouldn't be on this phone. Yes, ma'am. You're looking for some guidance and some support. That I can offer you. Issue is not what is she going to do. The issue is how are you going to be? And you're going to be kind. You're going to be compassionate. You're going to be clear. You're going to be honest. You're going to be firm. And you're going to be a good father. Yes, ma'am. I'm going to wish you the best. And I want to know how you how this turns out. Move slow, but stop stop saying, should I leave? You've already left. <laughs> now make the plan and do it, okay? Yes, ma'am. You're self-full. Self-full means that you make put yourself first in your life so that you can be the best for everybody else. Self-full is not selfish. Don't you dare. Don't you dare go get no other woman. (laughs) Okay, my love. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. The wahoo-ha and the untrained penis. It's It's a dangerous mix. Because our mind is telling us one thing. Our heart is telling us one thing. And Mr. Man and Miss Hoo-Ha are having a whole nother conversation. And as long as we put those sensory stimulations into the process, we can't think clearly. And our feelings become very confused. And it just makes the inevitable more difficult and more challenging. After the break... We'll come back with my second caller who has a similar issue, but for a very different reason. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just arrived swim, cover ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made to be seen very sexy push up bra from the Very Sexy Collection in on trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. 
Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of our favorite Netflix series, Bridgerton. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad, is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor, and meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. And I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd. Welcome back. I am Yamla, and this is The R Spot. You know that it's time to go. You know that you don't want to stay. You may not want to leave, but you don't know how to stay. Or you know how you want to leave, but you think you're supposed... All of that. Don't invite the untrained penis and the wahoo-ha into that conversation. Breathe. Get clear and vote for you. Just listen. Greetings, beloved. Welcome to the R Spot and thank you for your patience. Now, what is your relationship, challenge, issue, dilemma, problem, question that we are going to work through today? Yeah, um, I've come out of a relationship and um, it's my son's father on and off again for about eight years. I'm just really at a place where the breakup was, it was mutual, but a lot of my bad behavior has like led up to the dissolution of the relationship. I'm just really trying to get into a decent headspace um, so that I can continue to co-parent from a healthy space. I'm so caught up in like shame and guilt, or I'm on the other end of the spectrum where when I have peace about the end of the relationship, I'm feeling guilty because I feel at peace. You feel guilty because you're at peace that the relationship is over? <laughs> mm. Mm. So you all have already separated. Is this a marriage? Is it a live-in? or What, what, what kind of relationship are we talking about? Um, we were living together. Yeah, he moved out uh, about a week ago. Okay. Oh, just a week. Oh, you still on the, you right at the beginning of this thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So do you want out? Um, I think I do. Um, I've been praying about it for a while. Um, we were planning to kind of get our own spaces because it's been so rocky and we were thinking like, you know, maybe moving out will allow us to clear our heads and get some space and try again. I felt like I've kind of gotten the answer to my prayers. And so there's always a point where um, I feel like I want out and then we break up and then I'm like, okay, maybe I really don't. And so we start this whole life begging process with him again. And I just know I really don't want to go back into that, that head space. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to just close your eyelids for a moment and allow your mind to waffle or wave or float through your body. And let me ask you this question. Is there 
any part of you that still wants him. It could be a toe. It could be an armpit hair. It could be, you know, a pimple on your butt. It could be anything. Find it. Is there a place in your body where you still want him? Yes, ma'am. Okay. So where where is she at? Where is she located? In my heart, my head, both probably. In your heart. Okay. And she wants him. Why? Why does she want him? He's a good man, and he was trying to make it work, and we've invested a lot of time. We have a son now. Does she want him for who he is, or does she want him for what he does for her? Probably more about what he does for me and how he makes me feel. Okay, well, then we need to shut her down. Mm Mm-hmm. Because as long as she's active and alive, you'll be in that back and forth thing. I don't want you, you know, because she may want him for what, how he makes her feel, but she doesn't want the responsibilities or the restrictions or the limitations of the relationship. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense to you? I think so. Okay. Because she... If she wants him for how she makes him feel, how he makes her feel, which is what? How does she, how does he make her feel? He makes her feel what? Wanted, um, appreciated, uh, valued at times. So he's giving her things that she needs to give to herself. Mm-hmm. Does she want herself just as she is as a woman? Does she want herself? Does she love herself? Does she appreciate herself? Does she value herself? She's making him responsible for things that she has to give to herself and bring that into the relationship. She's got to get that together because that's not his responsibility. His responsibility is to better her, not to complete her. Mm -hmm. So if she's looking to him to feel some sense of completion or value or worth, you know, she, mm, let's name her. What's her name? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just know she's really young. <laughs> okay. Let's name her um, Patsy. <laughs> yeah. So we got to, we got to get Patsy in check mm-hmm. so that you, the grown woman can make a clear conscious choice about whether or not this is the man that you want to spend your life with, that you want to raise your child with. Is he the man? But that's a grown woman decision. Tell me what you're thinking. Cause I hear you thinking. <laughs> um, I'm thinking I can do that. I just, I just get caught up in like the guilt of, everything that I've kind of that I've done that's led up into this point and so what did you do oh do tell what did you do (laughs) um well I've been like physically harmful at times kind of in response to something that's happened still not acceptable obviously and so I always kind of get caught up he does something to upset me I do something totally inappropriate and then like we're focused more on my bad behavior and I'm like begging and pleading for us to like get back to a good space we've taken five steps backwards i just yeah he's cheated on you yeah before yes ma'am 
Okay. If Patsy understood that she has to want herself before somebody else can want her, if Patsy understood that and that wasn't present in your consciousness, then you wouldn't attract a man who would cheat. But since you want him to prove that he wants you, that cheating just sends you right down the rabbit hole of, see, he doesn't want me, he doesn't want me. But I'm telling you, there's a part of you that doesn't want you. We'll call it Patsy. And if he really wanted you and he valued you and if he appreciated you, he wouldn't do that. He wouldn't call you names or stay out late or whatever went on. Now, Patsy's beating you up for the things that you did when he disappointed her or hurt her or whatever. So there's a lot of forgiveness that needs to go on here. And that's you forgiving yourself, you forgiving Patsy. It isn't even about him. Because you can't stay in a relationship that's abusive. You can't stay in a relationship where you feel guilty. You can't stay in a relationship where you feel ashamed. You can't stay in a relationship where you feel unwanted or disappointed. You can't stay in that. But you have to make the clear decision to leave. Or to clean this stuff up. And you have to clean it up. He can't clean it up. I don't know what his behavior is that he needs to clean up. Because I'm talking to you. So what do you need to forgive yourself for? All of the harmful things that I said. All of the harmful things that I've done. Okay, that's too broad. That's too broad. You can't experience forgiveness like that. (laughs) So take a breath. Mm Mm-hmm. And when you think back to your worst day, because we all have bad days, to your worst day with your, with your boo, I forgive myself for? Um, I forgive myself for calling him out of his name, for using things. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I forgive myself for calling him out of my, his name. Take a breath there. What about foul language? Let's let's do that one. I forgive myself for, you say that whole stem. I forgive myself for the foul language that you. Yeah. How about this one? I forgive myself for disrespecting him as a man. Let me hear that one. I forgive myself for disrespecting him as a man. And I forgive myself for disrespecting myself as a woman. Forgive myself for disrespecting myself as a woman. What else? I forgive myself for. I forgive myself for not controlling my anger. How about I forgive myself for believing he was the source of my anger? Let me hear that one. I forgive myself for believing that he was the source of my anger. Yeah. And what else? Um forgive myself for not feeling like I'm good enough, not feeling like I'm worthy. Let's relanguage that so that we can get to the root. I forgive myself for making him responsible for making, to make me feel worthy. Forgive myself for making him responsible to make me feel worthy. Yeah. Take a breath. (sighs) Take a breath. Come on, breathe. 
but you're sitting on just a a pool of regret and hurt, and some of it doesn't have anything to do with him. Mm-hmm. Here's one. I forgive myself for believing that I can't be loved the way I want to be. I forgive myself for believing that I can't be loved the way I want to be. Yeah. Let's just dig around there for a moment. Why can't you be loved the way you want to be? Um, like I ruin every relationship has everybody that with me, I push them away. And I push them away because? They're going to leave me anyway. Yeah, say I push them away because I believe they're going to leave me anyway. Let me hear the whole stem. Away because I believe they're going to leave me anyway. Yeah, take a breath. And they're going to leave me because? They're going to leave me because something's wrong with me. So let's let's work in there for a little bit, okay? Mm-hmm. I forgive myself for believing there's something wrong with me. I forgive myself for believing there's something wrong with me. I forgive myself for believing that I don't deserve love. I forgive myself for believing that I don't deserve love. Yeah. Okay, so who left you, mommy or daddy? Mm-hmm. Or both? Both. Who left? Both. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's Patsy's heartbreak. Let me just say this. You're a mom now. You've got to be as healthy as you can be for that little one. Consciously or unconsciously, you've created for your little one your experience. You know, now dad is gone and mom is someplace else mentally and emotionally. So that's what you've got to pull together and be able to co-parent. If you and him never get back together, you've got to be able to co-parent. And all of that behavior, the guilty behavior, the, the, the abusive behavior, shameful behavior, that was Patsy just acting out her heartbreak about being abandoned or rejected or however that happened for her. She just brought it into your relationship. So she needs a little help. How old is she? How old is Patsy? Probably like 12, I would think. Yeah. They're they are rough, them 12 and 13-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe talk to your therapist about doing some work with Patsy and getting her to, A, voice her hurt and heartbreak and disappointment, but also, B, um, growing her up so that she catches up with where you are. Because she's running amok right now. I would agree, and I can do that. I could tell you a million things that you could do, but I think the best thing for you to do right now is to know that where you are is exactly where you need to be. And when you feel better and when you are better, maybe you all will get back together, maybe not. But he's still your child's father. So visiting and questions about decisions and those kinds of things, you just need to stay focused right there. Take a sabbatical. Don't even think about trying to get back with him right now. You and Patsy have some work to do. Patsy is a mess, honey. 
If I were going to give you a book to read, I would tell you to get forgiveness. Okay. I have it. <laughs> 40 days. Yeah. Have you done the work? I started it a couple of years ago and I never finished. No, ma'am. Oh. So that would be a no. <laughs> that would be a no. It's, but you know what is so amazing? So very often we have the very thing that we need right in the palm of our hand and we don't put it to good use. That happens a lot. So don't beat yourself up about it. The good news is maybe you're ready now. Put you first right now. You and mothering. And don't withhold the baby and don't fight with him and that kind of stuff. Tell Patsy, no, no, sit down. Go sit down <laughs> over there. What do you know now that you didn't know when you called me? Um, that... My hardwired beliefs push people to do the very thing I don't want them to do. Yeah, but I'm glad that you owned it. My hardwired belief pushes people because you hold the belief and you want to be right about what you believe. So you will engage in behavior and shenanigans <laughs> to prove yourself right. We all do it, baby. There's nothing wrong with you. You're human. <laughs> and that means that you're crazy as hell, just like the rest <laughs> of us. <laughs> I want to hear from you in about three months. I want to know how you're doing. Okay. How your sabbatical is going. Okay. Yes, ma'am. And no matter what, no matter what, when he comes over and Patsy and you are feeling hot and bothered, don't give him none. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Thank you for calling. Thank you, beloved. Have a good day. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. The wild hoo-ha. <laughs> she will get you into trouble every time. The wild hoo-ha. You got to give her a name. And you got to train her. Making the shift. Changing the nature creating a new normal, all of that goes into the process of a relationship breakdown. And then when you put the untrained penis and the wahoo-ha in the midst, you got a real mess. So here's what I want to say. If you're in breakdown in your relationship, if you're breaking up a relationship, if you don't know how to stay and you don't know how to leave and it's just all over the place come above the waist and make choices and decisions that honor you and honor the other person you may not know how to stay you may not know how to leave and in either case you must learn how to take care of yourself in a way that honors you and honors the other person I hope this has been helpful to someone. And if you have a question about this or any other relationship issue, you can call me live at 775-307-7768. Now be sure to follow me on social media for all of the call-in times. And until then, stay in peace, not pieces. The R-Spot is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio.
For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. This season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd.